0: Chill, the man's got one job.
1: Well, you're pretty hard on him. I mean, he's running more than you. I don't know if you know that, but no, Nobody,
0: nobody runs more than me. I've he been, ain't
2: gonna be able to keep up with me at the jewel.
0: <laughs> no, I've been I've been telling you for
1: weeks you're getting soft. It's because <sighs> you're getting soft. And Blake's all he's doing is putting in work. Put in work this morning, put Look. in work I want to know.
2: I want to go ahead and ask the question. Uh, I sent out Team PT, it was 15 miles today. Where no. was you? You didn't no. show
0: up. I ain't doing that.
2: What the crap, doing man? I mean, what do you think? Nope. You, you, remember the,
1: you remember the last time I was quote unquote insubordinate and you about had a fit?
0: Remember that? I remember that. Yeah, I do it once oh, a year. Man, that yeah. was funny. You, you ain't worth a crap with a team, <laughs> you're an individual. Wow. You haven't learned how to be part of a team. Well, so explain to me what you were doing today. I had I had business to take care of. Yeah, right. That you know that gets me into something business. that I that that I really want to talk about. That gets me into something that's just burning me up. It's just huh. burning yeah, me up. Again. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what's <laughs> burning me up. Tell me. I'm sick and tired of people who don't have beards. Who don't run hundred milers? Who don't drive Toyotas? I'm sick of people who haven't run hundred milers. You're, you're I'm sick. I'm sick. <laughs> man, you want
1: to talk about slipping, man? Look,
0: look, look! I'm you're, sick. You're I'm rain. sick of people that don't have short fingernails.
1: You're sick of people that don't have head
0: injuries. I mean, what are you even doing with your life if you don't do all those things? What are you even doing? You're failing. You're failing. Yeah. You're failing.
2: Well, what are I've you got even,
0: one scheduled, but you won't even come train with us. What are you even doing on a freaking Wednesday on YouTube Live watching somebody do a podcast? What are you yeah. doing with your life?
1: So basically, you, you don't like anybody that's not like you. That's not it. <laughs> it sounds like it. That's not it. Yeah, it <laughs> kind of does, don't it? Pretty much sounds like yeah, if, if you ain't, you guys,
0: uh-uh, you, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 you guys are getting it all wrong. Look, if you don't quit cutting us off, we'll just shut this unit down. <laughs> you guys are getting it all wrong. Yeah,
1: you know the man you insulted right off the bat. You know he runs the tech around here, so
0: you guys are misunderstanding the the point I'm trying to make is if you aren't doing those things, you're not living. And if you're not living, you might as well just go crawl in a hole somewhere and just. Give Die, up, cause you, yeah. If just give ain't up you
2: done.
0: <laughs> yeah, just quit. Uh, you
2: you got, you got, just that's quit. the first thing you said today that makes any sense.
0: Yep. <laughs> and if you if you can't grow a beard, just go crawl in the hole too, because I, you just you just done. You know, well,
2: I may have to crawl in there because I'm kind of lacking the beard growth gene.
1: Why well, I am too, but you know we've got hair to make up for it. Does that make up for it? If you got long hair?
0: No, sir. Mm. Mm. Sure doesn't.
1: I'm thinking about cutting my hair.
0: You should do that.
1: Blake is too, aren't you? I've almost been to the barber
2: a couple time, of couple times, but <laughs> I hadn't had the time um, just yet. But, yeah, it's getting about there. You see this bun I keep pulling it up in? Mm-hmm. That's because I'm tired of it.
0: Y'all need to enter into the uh, 2024 mullet championship.
2: Look, man, you can't grow enough hair for it to even matter on top of your head <laughs> like, like steel wool hanging down... <laughs> All you got is hair on your beard, hair on top of your head, thin as a mess. Look, it's I'm,
1: a good thing we got a lot of hats, because that little spot on top of your head would just burn and Like cul-de-sac.
0: Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm here to tell both of y'all, this is all that matters. This is it.
1: Uh, whatever.
0: This is all I need to be a man.
2: <laughs> Thing's looking fluffy.
0: <laughs> if y'all don't have none of this. It does look odd. <laughs> look, look, y'all, enough of this crap. This podcast is going to. The pots. Well, what do you want to talk about? Let's let's talk about hoist for a minute. Let's talk about we just hosted a uh rite of passage. Hosted.
2: Past... Hosted. What do you mean we hosted it?
0: <laughs> and what's up with you? We just conducted <laughs> Yeah man, we put one a on a ride of passage course this past week. Y'all get it together. <laughs> and uh hosted. I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all what kept the team going. I'm going to tell y'all this stuff. Yep. We bring, no offense, y'all, but we bring it, the, uh, the rite of passage course is open to any skill level. We're not, you know.
1: Jeez, Blake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's your phone?
1: Uh-uh.
0: What the heck, man? Keep going. Y'all are about to aggravate the piss out of me. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> For real, though. Remember that time you got mad at that woman with the dog at the... At uh, the barbecue place. Look, know, man, you're doing woman, good. You're, that you're woman talking was a, about hoist. anyway.
0: This truly, I don't think we had any cramps this past week, did we? Did anybody no. cramp up? No, this was a strong team. But even so, I mean, if if you hydrate well with hoist, That's you can keep going. Yeah. yeah.
1: They wouldn't have had as good of a day if they if they didn't take care of everything. That's what. I mean, that's, that's why we do what we do when we're out there. We, we make sure that everybody stays on top of eating and drinking. That's really all you got to do. And if you do those things, but you put crap fuel in your body, like you don't have products that work, you don't have things that you've tried and have been tested, like Hoist, well, then I don't care how freaking fit you are, it ain't going to work. And that's why we use hoist because the story I always say is, well, I think uh, I think you found it before I did at, uh, next whatever you call that the the next the
0: nex yeah yeah yeah
1: and first time I ever used it was at a two nine zero two nine where we both were there I'd never seen it before just grabbed it and I mean I turned around. I wasn't really struggling now. now don't don't, don't you miss. struggling now. Don't misinterpret me here. <laughs> but I was. I mean, my hands were swelling, and I was like, "Dang, man, I'm out of." I ain't hey, you even. were in rough shape. Well, you were in rough. Well, shape. That's easy there. That but, hill. but it turned it turned me around super quick. I mean, I was like, "Wow, this this clearly works." So then I just kept using it, basically every time. I don't know how many I drank, but I used it every chance I got, and then you know, went home and used it more. And I was like, okay, this product legitimately works. And I care about why something works. So, you know, I care about the quality of the ingredients. I care about understanding the mechanism of why something works and the amount of sodium, magnesium, potassium, calcium, all the electrolytes that are in hoist are formulated to replace what you lose in sweat during a high effort. Um, race or training mission or whatever you're doing. So it actually replaces what you lose and actually can help with your performance. If you just drink water, you'll get very, very, very behind on all of the electrolytes. Mm -hmm. And I don't care how hydrated you are or how, I mean with water or or how much you're eating that ain't going to cut it. So that's why I like hoist because it's got 70 calories per bottle Of sugar that you need, the carbs that you need to keep you going, but it's the electrolytes that work so well. And you know, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I'm getting pretty, pretty big. You know, bulky. Oh yeah, you're bulking. Lots of muscles. Bulking season. Arms are looking.
2: Right now, just on the camera, your legs are looking pretty big, but your arms looking real small on camera right now. Well, that's
0: not good. That's because old Big Deborah's on his shirt, looking every, making oh, everything yeah. else look small. How about, How about that?
1: Yeah,
2: that's a little better. Okay. Usually, you're over there flexing and picking, and you know, <laughs> doing all kind of stuff.
1: Well, yeah, I I, 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 yeah, I get lots of tricep activation during the podcast. But anyway, <laughs> during my after my workouts, I've said this before too, and I want people to listen. This is a legit tip from Chili. Everybody wants me to coach them now. Well, listen, Mm. after a run, too, but also after a strength training session, if you want to grow your muscle in strength and all you bodybuilding types' size, protein is important, right? But the anabolic window is pretty misunderstood. So people that try to slam protein in their body right after a workout, that ain't doing that much, man. You can wait. You ain't got to be that quick with it. You just got to get in your protein throughout the day. However, a quick digesting carb like what's in hoist, dextrose, it's a simple sugar, to put that in right after a workout, replenishes your muscles with carbs, saturates the muscle with the fluids and the carbs in hoist. That's the best way to recover if you wait any longer on that, the longer you wait to replenish your muscle with carbs um, The more trouble you'll have the next day or the next time you work out, you won't recover as good. I promise the longer that takes to replenish the worse you'll recover so that is legitimately important, and I think that hoist is about the best thing that you could uh you could come up with to to do for that so that's why we like hoist that's why everybody that comes out and trains with us that uses hoist on the rock mission or anything else we do loves hoist and um yeah go ahead and pick you some up at drinkhoist.com
0: or oh, the old walmart's
2: oh uh yeah Bo beau, beau tro or i don't know whatever it's however you say his name he said steroids are actually the most important thing that's what he does for muscle growth. That's
0: well, the one thing Hoist is missing, eh? I'll tell you, I probably won't
1: disagree with you, Botro, but that may have some detrimental effects on your health, and Hoist is not going to have <laughs> detrimental effects on your health, so there is that. <laughs> Shrink your balls. And, of course, I am on steroids as well, so don't <laughs> don't, don't think that you I'm not.
2: Hey, Chili, he getting soft, son. He, he hadn't run in pants today.
0: You well, ran in pants? <laughs> yeah, you'd know if you
1: were there. Jeez. Yeah, Well, yeah. I'm getting so big because, you know, Deca, Vulcan. Anivar, D-Ball, <laughs> Trin. D-Ball give you the C-Ball. Now, Trin will have some side effects on you, but I have been taking a low dose of Trin. Obviously, base test.
2: You need to take something for them legs.
1: Some Andro gel. Look at them legs. He's look at- Oh, Andro gel's weak stuff. That's what you took back in the day. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I ran in pants today because... <laughs> I got poison sumac all over me. I mean, just ate I up. had
0: that on me, too. No, I'm just the ate. whole team. I know. I just ate slipped. up with it. The whole team got it? The whole team. Everybody. Oh, How do you know? Everybody's legs were covered. How do you know? I saw them. They, they were, they were whining about fast. it the whole time. It don't all come on that fast, man. How about that fella that took that massive dump? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You want to tell that story, Chili? Well... Did it right right in the road. What? Uh, you were there. I, d- I don't remember this. Well, I won't shame him. Okay. I'll keep that story Dang. to myself.
2: I didn't know about that Bojangles must have got to him.
0: I don't
1: either. This team, this is the team that didn't even crap. This yeah. whole team, me and, uh, me and you crap probably three times a piece. Mm-hmm. This whole team—I don't did, even think they crapped one time. I didn't think. Did you see them avoiding the bojangles?
0: No, <laughs> they wouldn't lay into that bojangles. Well, the, son. yeah, said, well, no. that's
1: probably why. But we
0: need—we need, we need they to set get- the record right.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, this um, rop team. I do yeah. want to talk about this rop team because they were impressive, man.
0: Other than the highway crapper, <laughs> but we won't get into that. High well, speed.
1: dang. But no, this uh, this rop team was stout, son. I mean the 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 twelve men at the end of that thing. I, the, you know, it's I'm always famous for saying that I don't think anybody ever really gives their best. You know, you always you sometimes you think you do, but you could always you could always look back and and think about man, I could have pushed more here. I could have done this. I could have done that. But this team, I mean, they really gave their best. I mean, you you could watch them, and and they, it, it, we couldn't even yell at them. I mean, they were doing everything right, and and by the end, they had truly formed as a team, from what I could see, mm-hmm. unlike unlike any team that I had ever seen, especially in in that short of a time.
0: Yeah, I was bored. I got bored. Middle <laughs> well, of the you night, you said you about went to sleep. Middle of the night, you I got had, sleepy. I didn't had you? nothing to do. <laughs> They didn't need me.
1: Well, it was a weird feeling, basically, that they never. I mean, I'm not saying it was perfection, but they basically didn't mess up, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that's odd. But um, no, it was. It was because, you know, all of those guys, they they took it serious. They had prepared beforehand. They actually took took the time and took the effort and cared enough to train before they came to this and didn't just show up completely unprepared. That's right. And I really think what got them through it the way they did is they all legitimately cared about each one of their teammates. I mean, it was – you know, Brandon definitely held that team together from what I could see as kind of the glue – I mean, Brandon's a strong dude, man. Yep. I'm all I always love getting to train with Brandon and he his voice is very powerful. If you've ever heard him talk, it sounds like he's
2: He takes charge, don't he?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and Brandon through the night, you know, what he wanted to do was see if he was gonna be be that way. And uh you know, when people getting sleepy and through the night and all that, I mean he, he stepped up and took charge of everything, and and she, uh, he never once wavered in, in checking on his swim buddy or the whole team, and it was really impressive for me to see, but uh, but everybody, I would say that it was kind of, it stemmed from Brandon, from my perspective, and everybody was feeding off of his energy, but they all did the same thing, too. I mean, the whole team yeah. emulated that and did, uh, you know, was super impressive. I mean, Teddy, yeah. Mark. Yep. They you had, know
2: they had good good uh attitudes and yeah you know were always high energy coming in yep. to the
0: support. That was a strong team. And let me let me say something while I'm thinking about it. Mm. Those were twelve really strong men. And what I'm gonna hear on social media and from people on YouTube is where's the women? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> Where are the women? Do you, you know, going, Chili? Well, do you know where the women are? Well, look. Because, look, I'm here to tell you, all of our courses are open to anybody. Where are the yeah. women at? Yeah. It's on you. Look here, ladies. If you got a problem with it being a 12-man team and no women, why don't you sign up? Why don't you do something about it? I can't help you. If you don't want to help yourself, I can't help you. Well, you know, the last
1: course had four strong females, yep. and uh, this course, and they crushed it. Yep. And the first course, and this one had had none. Um, you know, I've I've seen, I I've, oh, I've heard people respond to you by saying that uh, you're not inviting.
0: Look, look. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. What do you think about that? Let me tell you guys something, and don't forget it. I love women. I love. <laughs> women. Women, yeah, we know. Women are my favorite.
2: Yeah,
0: I think women are smarter than men. Probably why some of them don't sign up. (laughs) I think, I think, I think women are tougher than men.
2: Yeah, that sometimes they are.
0: Don't give me that crap.
2: Well, it's on
0: you if you don't want to sign up for the rock course and it ends up being twelve men and no females. That's on the females. I'm here to to tell everybody, we want females. On all of our teams, in all of our courses and trainings.
2: Well, they definitely do bring something to the team that that's not there. They're not there.
0: That puking rally will go down in in history. Oh yeah, Shannon. No man could oh, yeah. have done that. No man would have puked. All the men standing there with their hands <laughs> on their knees puking.
1: You don't think anybody would have? No man. Well,
0: no nope. man. <laughs> no man. <laughs> no man. No, I man, we need to get in the meat of this podcast now. We're just getting sideways over well, here. Well, geez, Chad, I was trying Well, you. I
2: do want to say that um, I got the, you know, we hadn't uploaded the ROP to the website because we just ran these first few, but yeah. now we've got a page on there, got a lot of information about the course. So if you guys are interested in the ROP course, go to 307 Project, click uh, Experiences, Write a Passage, and you'll see on there uh, all the information that you need to know.
1: And we've got two more this year, but they're they're full. Yeah, they're full up. So next year,
2: we got w- we got a few dates out for next year. If y'all are interested, I've seen a couple people on here asking about signing up. Uh, said they would do it. So okay,
1: know. when should they send their application?
2: Well, you can send it whenever, but you know we don't get all poopy pants if we
1: don't answer you.
0: Yeah, the selection process. It's only a few people are going to get in, and that's just how it is.
1: Yeah, we. Probably, I'll be
0: picking who comes in. Well, well, I
1: think you should turn that over to.
0: <laughs> no. Nah. Well, whatever. No.
1: Nope.
2: Well, we'll see. I we'll see how that goes. <laughs> nope. I'll. You know, you'll probably start selection. Probably. That's be a while, right? If yeah. Next year. Yeah. yeah for, for next, next year's team, year, it will be a
1: while, but that's. Anyway. Three of seven. Yep. at gmail.com. That's right. Just go to the
2: website, man. You get everything you need to know on the website. I don't want to hear no more questions about what podcast do I listen to. Just tell them, tech guy. Yeah. So, yeah. But you talk about whatever you want now, Chad. Y'all are ornery. Well,
0: I wanted to open it up for just a minute for YouTube to ask me anything, anything (laughs) they want. (laughs) Okay. While we're waiting on questions to roll in. What the crap? You usually do if that at the end. The people want to hear from me, Chili. Okay. Well, they want to hear from well, me. Man, you think people aren't man, interested? You're more, you're more you prideful think, than usual. You think people aren't interested in what I have to say? <laughs> <laughs> You've lost it. you freaking <laughs> lost it.
2: Wow. They want to know what the plan is with the FJ.
0: Oh, man. I'm done with that thing. <laughs> what? I'm buying a freaking Kia. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> a Kia? Yep. What kind? Sorrento?
0: No. I'm leaning towards a... Uh, correct, yes. Ah. Uh, That's mm, what I'm leaning towards. I hate those cars. They got this bright orange one. It's a real box body squared off. You yeah. know, man, that thing is looking good. Oh.
2: How'd you get your black nail polish off?
0: Just fell off.
1: Dang. Yep. Did it come off your skin?
0: Yeah. You know, I well, when I goat every day, the goats nibble on my fingers. It's a way that they show love. And I think that's how it came off.
2: Well, they're going to be sick now. That stuff's poisonous. Nah. I'll
0: be honest nah. with you.
1: Them goats when I see you rolling around in the ground with those things, it's sick. It's disgusting. It? You, yeah. you, <laughs> it's an abomination. I watch you. I watch you demean yourself. You don't and know. engage in, you that, don't know in that filthy debauchery as you roll around in goat crap.
2: It's nearly sacrilege.
1: Isn't I it? mean it. Oh, it
0: just you don't know nothing. You ain't, you you won't even touch the goats. No, here's how a, here's would you know? Here is a question
2: for you, Chad. When's the last time you've in a race? Said, it don't seem like you ever really race,
0: mm, buddy. I race every day of my life. When's the last time I was in a race? Coca Dona.
2: Well, I mean, I am just saying. But every every question is that
0: every day I race. Every day, I push myself to an absolute limit. Oh, jeez! You guys have never even seen the races that I do every day. Every day, I push myself. What are you doing? That's
1: a good what are question. you doing? Well, right now, you know I'm, what I'm doing. Right now, I'm listening to you yell.
0: What are y'all doing with your lives? You know where was you every at this day? Morning? Every you wasn't day, doing nothing this morning. I know that part <laughs> of my race. Chili? I go. I look at my Land Cruiser. I push myself. I race every day. Well, good. Don't forget it.
2: You know, people are on here. They they're acting like something's up with Chad. Like he sounds different, looks different, and then I don't know what Scudder Buster. We can always count on Scudder Buster. What's mm-hmm. up, you, YouTube. Scudder, up, YouTube. He said, "No, it's definitely Chad, hundred percent." Because nobody trains hard as him.
0: That's right. Well, yeah,
1: Scudder Buster knows what's up. Well, I mean. What's wrong with him? I mean, he's always a little off. Well, to it's me, called,
2: they're saying Larry Bird, he's on here, saying he's not crossing his legs like he usually, You know, how he usually does <laughs> that, that, is, that real tight. That leg is cross.
1: true. <laughs> man, Larry's vigilant because that is true. I yeah. wouldn't have even noticed that you're not doing that.
0: That's about gay. <laughs> well, dang. <laughs> any more All questions? Right. YouTube got any more no, questions for me? Just
2: on with the banter now. So talk about what you want to talk about, Chad. So Quit dragging this thing out, man.
0: I wanted to hear from Chile a little bit on some conspiracies. I've been, been hearing some stuff about... Conspiracies. I don't like...
1: That's a, that's a... You know, that's government propaganda in and of itself, the word conspiracy. Mm.
0: I've been hearing uh, talk of the U.S. dollar going away. Mm. And... Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can just think of many things our government could do when the, when the U.S. dollar is gone. And I just wanted to get your take on it, Chili. Chill. Well, what do you think about CBDCs? Tell me about CBDCs. He don't
2: know what that is, man. (laughs) It's like him saying coconut sugar's low glycemic index. He don't even know know what what the crap he's talking about. He just (laughs) eats it because Brooke buys it.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's that's so true. Y'all don't know. (laughs) Man, that's true. All right, focus. What's a CBDC 2 Q. L two. Anyway, what
1: what question did you ask? What what's gonna happen when the U.S. gets rid of the dollar?
0: I'm gonna tell you what I've been thinking. Okay. So all these freaking psycho vegans out here. Well, dang, what this, they got to do with the dollar? Look, if you'll if you'll shut up and listen, you're about to hear. So here's what I think is gonna happen, right? I think that they're slowly weeding out the dollar. Our government is slowly taking away the dollar, and I think that they're gonna give us all cards that are similar to our credit cards, mm. but they're going to be controlled, highly controlled. And so say, Jill, say you want your third hamburger of the week, and you go in town to buy your third hamburger of the week. Mm-hmm. Get up there, swipe your card, denied. Insufficient Why it, funds? No, it's mm. denied because your quota was two hamburgers a week. And the rest of the week, you needed to be eating what the government tells you to eat to preserve the environment. Okay. So leave the hamburger shop, go get some crickets down the street, and your little card's going to work. That's just on a small scale of what I think the government is is eventually going to do. Don't get me started on 5G either.
1: Uh, Okay, well, I can follow what you're saying there. I mean... Do you think that's a possibility? Yeah, I mean that's that's I mean that's a version of yeah, like that's generally correct. I mean you, what you're describing is a that's a crude description of of a social credit system that will that will be tied to financial institutions like Chase Bank and Bank of America and and all of our major banks.
0: So is the thought that you know a lot more about this stuff than I do. Well, oh, I don't know about that. Is the thought that the the federal government will have a hand they'll they will be controlling what the banks allow us to purchase based on like what is safe and what is fair and well, what is for sure,
1: yeah. I mean they they would control the entirety of what you bought and sold if, if a if a social credit system would be enacted and then it would be based off of like I'm saying, your social credit. So you would get, you know, you have a a credit score now, right? A FICO score, you know, that's got, I think the top is like 850. Mm-hmm. And then there's ranges of what what rate you would get based on that score. So if you have a credit score of 400 or something, you probably won't get a loan. Or I don't even know if that's low enough, but whatever. You know how it works. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, instead of it being based on your uh, credit score, like based off of your likelihood to pay a loan back, it would be based off of your social credit um, that is determined by your activity on social media, your political views that they think you have, uh, you know, what, what
2: they're listening to you say through your cell phone?
1: Yeah, sure. What? What? Yeah. What you purchase? Mm-hmm. What food you buy? All of that. Where you go? What car you drive? Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and this all works in conjunction. Well, where it stems from is, you know, a lot of people throw around the social credit system because they've heard that China uh, has this policy in place. And they do. Uh, They're doing it. Yeah, they are currently doing a version of this, and there has been, I won't, refer, well, yeah, there's been members of the government in in public discourse say that we like we have to bring a model like this to the U.S. because China's doing it, and if we get behind, mm. they will crush us economically, and. But a lot of people, so so it's it's open that China is doing it, and it's open that there's actors in the U.S. that want to bring it here, and uh, what a lot of people don't understand, well, or seemingly they don't understand, they just throw around social credit system. They've heard that they see, you know, they hear a blurb that China's doing this and that, and they're just like, oh yeah, it's coming here. But you got to understand what it actually is and where. It, how it will be enacted and it's going to be enacted through uh these banks and what a cb uh dc is is a central bank digital currency mm. okay so it would be like a bitcoin type deal a digital currency issued through a bank right right so digital currency is also very 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 misunderstood and people will get mad if you call Bitcoin a scam because they're like, oh, I've made a bunch of money on Bitcoin. Okay, well, yeah, it's it's just like the stock market. The stock market's a scam too. And when you say that, people go, oh, but I've invested. Yeah, okay. Of course you can make money on the stock market. Of course you can make money on buying Bitcoin low and then selling it when it goes high. That's, that's called... But it's all a farce, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that's... It's all made that, up. That's a part of a good... Of course you can make money on a good scam. If,
0: if I wanted to go out here and cut somebody's grass and bag grass and <laughs> sit on the side of the road and sell grass, yeah, well. and people decided to buy it, yeah. I would make money.
1: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean it ain't a scam. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, And plus, a good scam, you have to be able to make some money, or else it it just it don't work. It ain't a... <laughs> it wouldn't last, but what I mean by the stock market is a scam is the whole thing is literally just a, a spinning wheel you're not investing in anything like all they do with your money huge huge uh, conglomerates and huge corporations and and Blackrock and Blackstone and all, all you know Vanguard all the all the things that people also throw around all the time and
2: Blackstone's a
1: grill yeah well. Wiki, Wiki Wikipedia, the Blackstone. It's not just a grill. <laughs> and anyway, uh, yeah, they, they just take that money, make more money off of it, screw you. I mean, it's all just a number on an online. It's just digits. I mean. Which it, is the scary part. Yeah, so Bitcoin... Plus, people think Bitcoin is so safe. its I mean, you will see people like the Winklevoss twins who started Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg ripped off. You know, they're big Bitcoin pushers. A lot of these guys that you see now, I mean, Elon's huge into, into digital currency, right? I mean, he pushes that Dogecoin and all these people. Well, people saw the NFT thing blow up, and then now, oh, well, <laughs> that didn't end well, did it? So what they're saying with Bitcoin and other digital currencies like Ethereum, they're still trying to push them and talk about how they're so safe and all this. Well, first of all, I'm not convinced that our government or the UN or some other big body like that doesn't own basically the the Bitcoin. Like people act like that's impossible that our government has its tentacles all over Bitcoin. I, I don't think that's impossible. But say it is say they don't have it. All any government would have to do is just ban the the the, the use of it, and mm-hmm. you could say, "Oh well, they still couldn't stop it because of the." Yeah, you could. Yeah, you absolutely could. And uh, to say it can't be regulated, I mean, it definitely can, and they can. And the central bank digital currency (CBDCs) they they could start their own coin that 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 you then have to use and then that could be the currency that later would become the common currency amongst the entire world if you want you know if you wanted it to and that could and how that ties in is that would be tied to your uh your social credit system so it's not that you even have a physical card it's just you have an online account
0: well now- tied to
1: your person your social security number your identity
0: your chip in your hand well that you wave over to pay
1: <laughs> i mean that's kind of another theory there but however you enacted it it would you know you would have your own you would have this common currency there but then how you would buy and sell would be determined by the actual score that you had and the not
0: sc- how much money you have in the bank
1: Right, and, and, and what would determine your score is to get more into that, it would be things like your, uh, because all of this is tied to climate change. I mean, every bit of it is, is heavily intertwined with climate change. So that would be the genesis of what would make your credit score go higher is how, how, how much you've reduced your carbon footprint. Okay, so like if you drive an electric car, versus an old mm. jalopy like your land cruiser that would mm. that would be a much better score right if you consistently eat a vegan diet that'd be a much better score right you don't eat meat you don't
0: less impact you don't on contribute the to the to mm-hmm.
1: the methane right mm-hmm. right um so how how you can do this and how you can run a social credit system much easier and this accomplishes the climate agenda is you push everybody into smart cities, right? Because if you look at how the U S is laid out now, really that's already being accomplished to a degree. Like where are all the, the, the major population centers,
0: Los Angeles, LA, Atlanta, Atlanta, New
1: York. New York, sure. Chicago. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, there's really only, se- I mean, it's several, but it's, it's well, it se- used
0: to be LA till the, Rona happened and everybody fled to Texas. (laughs) Well, no, they're still in L.A.
1: It's that's the biggest county in America. So that's the big one. And uh, when you when you move these people into these population hubs like that, they're a lot easier to control. That's the whole point of these cities being there anyway. And it's all it's all built off of these big universities and all, you know, the, the way public transport and all this. So they're really already doing it. But what you have to do is move people more and more into there. Like, you know, there's people... That's where the majority of people are. And you can name 10 cities and that's where the vast majority of the U.S. population is. But there's still too many people scattered across the country. So you have to move those into those hubs and then create smart cities. Which, by the way, a a drastic drop in the population will also need to occur. Mm. But that's for climate change too. So that'll happen over time Mm. through many means. But anyway... The smart, the smart cities, what you'll do in the smart cities to reduce the, the climate impact, no, you know, people think they're trying to push you to electric cars. Really, the ultimate goal is to push you to not own, to not privately own a car. That's the ultimate goal. They're really not pushing you to electric cars, really. They're really not. They're just trying to get you away from the car you own now, but... It's really not about going electric. It's just about not owning one period. So when you're moved in these smart cities, you'll just use public transport. Mm. It'll just be entirely
0: run out of public transport. Now that may be electric, but... Uh, it's just a control thing. It doesn't matter electric it, exactly. or gas, or it's just yeah. easier to control if you can hop in your car and go yep, somewhere. It
1: would be community housing. Your jobs would be based off of the whatever the... The community needed.
0: You know what this reminds me of? What? Hunger Games.
1: <laughs> How yeah. they
0: had the different. Uh, what were they called in Hunger Games?
1: I never seen that. Did you see oh, it? Oh yeah, like, they, What were they like called? Tribes or something. Yeah, I'll they
0: had they a they name. Yeah. Districts. Yeah. And they weren't allowed to leave their district. Yeah. Are the smart cities like projected to be like that? Like you can't leave a radius. Like you oh have sure to stay you wouldn't within.
1: you wouldn't be needing to leave now. Well, you need to leave. Everything you need that, is here.
2: They had that mm. inter district uh, train that you could take. Oh, games, you yeah, know? you're right. But you had to get on that thing. That was the only way. But you
0: had to have like a pass to get yeah. on it, right? You couldn't just leave your district. Yeah. Now, what? Now, what would you need to leave for? Everything you need's here.
1: Mm. We got to take care of all your needs. We've got mm. your daily rations and
0: and also in that movie, they could be you know destroying another district, and the other district would have no idea. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't.
2: There wasn't communication between districts. No.
1: Yeah. Well, you know. These um, these smart cities are definitely. This isn't two separate things like the social credit system and the smart cities and the bank digital currencies and I mean, they're all. It's all a part of the same agenda. Like they all work hand in hand. They won't really work without the other.
2: Well, a lot of people are hearing this saying. I think that sounds pretty good to me.
0: Who said that? Well, a lot of I guarantee a lot idiots. of people's
2: gonna listen to this and say I I live in that smart city. You go well, ahead. That's yeah. how they're going to get 90% of the people in there is cuz they going to want to be there.
0: I'm going to tell you what they're well, going to yeah, do. Yeah, that's 100% yeah. true. Yeah. They're going to do they're going to start out everything will be hunky dory and nice. And then they'll just start taking things away. Taking well, yeah, things away. I mean, Change and it's it's like what they're doing to us right now, like the boiling frog.
1: Yeah, well, what they're doing to us right now is getting us to the point of compliance to go join this willingly and and I mean that's the, yeah, that's Everything that's happening now is, it's not like it's not, uh, that plan is not already, this is, this is, well, everything that's happened has, whether you realize it or not, has helped move to this. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, the, you know, a lot of people want to know, well, this sounds whatever, what's the ultimate goal of that? And we've talked about this before and I don't want to say it over and over again, but the ultimate goal is mass control. And, and if you want to keep asking why, like as far as you can play it out, ultimately it's just it's just evil. I mean, I don't know why, you know, you would want to control another person at this point and why you would want to destroy the, the world as we know it and why you would want humans to die and why you would want, but it's just evil. And that is a good enough end to the question why to me, because you can't really understand.
0: Uh, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you well, why. Well, that's why. People are greedy. Well, yeah. People are greedy and they, they want power. But most people can't can't hold on to power in the right way. You know what I mean? Like they just yeah, they I mean, don't have the capacity for it.
1: I think it's beyond that, though. I think it's beyond just a desire for a few individuals to have power. I think they're carrying out an agenda that is
2: supernatural.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I think it's beyond any human greed, any human... I mean, I think some people are carrying it out that don't even realize it, and some people are carrying out that they do know what they're doing and they're willingly participating because they want to carry out the end of... You know, they want to work for this agenda. That's what I think. And I think some people are... I mean, I think everybody's playing a role in it, like everybody, even us. Like, what we're doing... You know, you get, you give in to this and that and you, I mean, it's all, you know, moving to it. I mean, that's okay. just, that's how everything works. That's how time, you know, moving across time that's leading to a certain thing works. We all play a, a part. Um, but, you know, how you should respond to this. I'm not in the business of saying how you ought to do anything, but how you should respond if you don't want this to happen is just reject it as much as you can. Obviously, but you know a lot of the things with the agendas that have been pushed that people have been aware of over the past few years you don't people wonder how to respond and they're like, well I, I did everything I could I didn't comply to this and this and it's like yeah, you did we all did I mean if you're if you're telling me on a cell phone that you didn't comply to the agendas of the last few years or well, you're full of crap if you no. it, it, the only way you could make an argument that you didn't is if you don't even have a cell phone you're living somewhere in Alaska and if I told you about what happened you'd go huh right yeah that's the only way you didn't
2: right so yeah i mean you almost have to be a part i mean you almost have to agree to some of it to be a part of the world today it's kind of like what bob was talking about this morning on the run
1: yep yep yeah that was a good discussion yep they made it like that but you
0: you, yep
2: yeah you missed you missed meeting bob yep he was he worked for nasa he came and ran with
1: us.
0: I don't I don't run with people that work for NASA. Well I don't trust them. That's what you get. Well
1: I don't asked Bob them. some questions and he he was a little dodgy. You and
0: Bob probably uh <laughs> hit it off since you're in the Space Force, huh? Oh yeah, I like Aren't, Bob a lot. Don't NASA and Space Force work well together? Oh, or yeah. Work often together? Oh,
1: Yeah. But anyway, I've said this th- I've said a lot of this before, but I mean does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I was very articulate or clear, but I mean that I was trying to answer your question. And of course, it took me 30 minutes, but
0: I liked it. I I, I would like to understand more what the reason is for moving towards because I do believe that that what we're saying is they're going to try. Mm-hmm. But but well, y'all, you guys are indicating that you think it's a spiritual warfare type of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean if you if if I mean if if they're carrying out a an agenda that's in direct opposition to God, do you think you're going to really understand why they want to do I mean I don't think you're ever going to understand evil like that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I don't think you're going to be like, "Oh, why?" I mean, all you're asking is, "Why do they want to rebel against God in that way? Why do they want to carry something evil out? I mean, I don't know.
2: Well, I've learned when things don't... Some things happen and they make sense. And, the, and you say, okay, well, this happened and it's because of this. And it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then some things happen and you say, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why this or why that or why would someone do that? Or At that point, I believe, and you could even argue that, when you do understand it, you actually don't, but sure. when you say that just makes zero sense, then it is, I think, always a supernatural, spiritual battle, whatever you want to call it, that's actually happening Yeah. because it doesn't make sense to you because you're you can't you're not evil, so you can't comprehend exactly. how someone could be that evil because mm. you're not that evil. But if you were, then you would say, oh, that makes total sense because I, I get what they're trying to carry out because I want to carry it out too but you can't comprehend that level of evil and it makes no sense why Why would somebody do this to people it, yeah. it, it, you just don't have the capacity to understand it
1: mm-hmm. well and a lot of people like you said when you hit it, you hit a great point a lot of people think you know when they see things happen that go against something that they know and they're like well that doesn't make sense well one thing that should do is make you think well maybe I don't have all this figured out like, maybe my, maybe my preconceived ideas about how this all fit together were wrong. I mean, that's also possible. Like, you know, there's so much going on at once. And if you've formulated ideas about how it all fits together in your head, you'd be pretty arrogant to think you're right about all of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> because there's a lot going on. And to say like, oh, I see this happening. I understand that's because they're going to do this. And like, well, you might turn around and see something that completely contradicts that the next day. And then what some people do is they just play it off like, oh, no, I know how it's all fitting together. Well, look, Look, you probably don't.
2: It's like you've got this book and you've read, you know, the book's 100 pages long and you've read like 20 pages and you've got just enough information to start kind of drawing some lines and you say, Oh, I've got this figured out, but all you've read is 20 pages and you want to argue with a lot of times with God. Yep. Uh, and you say, Nope, that, I I don't know that it doesn't work out that way. This is how it works out, but you ain't read but 20 pages of a hundred page book. And that's all any of us will ever read is just a small portion Mm -hmm. of this grand book that's been written. And so, you know, tying it back into this, like, we don't know. We have enough information to draw some ideas and conclusion and actually understand that, well, this is, I believe, according to the Bible, which is truth, this is supernatural. This is a spiritual war that's Mm taking place. And that's about as far as I think we'll ever get. Uh, You might be able to figure out people's motives behind it, but in the end, you just keep asking why, 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 and it's going to boil down to just their heart's bad. Yep. They've got a bat they're evil.
1: Yep.
0: Well, you guys are making me think about a question that I've had. Um I want I wanna give a little like lead in to the question and then we'll go get to it. But like so say they're moving towards smart cities and the government puts out a thing and says, We're taking up all the guns everybody needs to surrender, every firearm. I'm sure there will be a registration process and all that leading up to that, but we're taking all the guns. Imagine the process of that. We're all patriots in this room. We all believe in our right to bear arms, and I'll be danged (laughs) if a government official is going to show up to my house and try to take my guns. Yeah. My question is, the government shows up You're one of the last couple thousand that are holding out, you know, that won't give up their guns. And you go out in a blaze of glory.
2: Like seven Spanish angels. Yep.
0: Go out in a blaze of glory, defending your right to bear arms. And you know, you're going to die when they show up and you decide to fight. You know, it's it in an instant. You're in heaven and you're standing at the throne of God Do you think he's going to say, I'm so glad that you did that. I'm so glad that you defended your right to bear arms in the United States of America. And like, he could be neutral. It could be totally irrelevant. And you might not even have the capacity to have a conversation about the fallen world when you get there. But
1: Well, I don't think God's neutral.
0: My point is... our government is progressively getting more controlling and more controlling and they're slipping in things and they're doing things that we all know are wrong, yeah. morally, ethically wrong. What like as a Christian, like the Romans, when, when Jesus came, the, the Roman, I would argue that the Romans were a tyrannical government to the Jews. You didn't ever see Jesus really talking a lot about politics or about the Romans or telling the Jews like yeah you should you should fight them, you should you shouldn't pay those taxes you should like he just kind of stayed neutral and focused on the gospel so what would make us think I don't know I don't know because I, I want to keep my guns I'm just saying but what do you what do y'all think about that
1: chili well I mean I'll say I don't think God's neutral on anything. I mean, I think everything you do is either right or or wrong. I mean, every decision you make is either going to be the right one or the
0: really. Or
1: the, well, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think you can do something and God's like, oh well, I I <laughs> I couldn't care less either way. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. There I aren't mean,
0: some things. Okay, never mind. You. Can go.
1: I mean, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think. Uh,
2: that would be not giving a nod toward lukewarm, right? Is yeah, that what you're. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: basically, I don't think you can make a decision, and it's neither right nor wrong. It was just a neutral decision. I mean, like we do, you know, you're presented with options every day, and you've you either do the right thing or the the wrong thing. I don't think there's really any in between, but. I think there's gray area in lots of things, you know, with humans, but I don't think there's gray area in right and wrong is what I'm saying. Anyway, having said that, I don't know what the right thing to do necessarily is when the government comes knocking down your doors, asking for your guns. I mean, I I don't look if I mean, I think you can right righteously defend yourself. I, I don't. I don't think there's any question about that, that you can do that. And I, and I don't, um, you know, and, and I do, I I operate under basically the, the idea of rejection of tyrants is obedience to God, you know, to an extent you believe that to an extent. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think going along with, with, uh, I don't know that I'd say I'd go that. far. I mean, that's that's a saying that's thrown around sometimes, and obviously you like the saying, but I don't know that that really is played out. Well, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say I subscribe to that. I just
0: to me, there's an argument for that statement that yeah. our current government is trying to remove our yeah. God Jesus it's from doing everything. Evil things. Correct. Yeah. So so that that would stand up to me. Yeah, in a way. But, yeah, but do does our pride? in in our freedoms that we all individually value different can that become a god can that become something we oh, we focus sure. on too much you know yeah
1: for sure it can and i want to hear what blake has to say about this but i'll just say one more thing that i don't i think that y- the obvious thing that you and me and everybody wants to do with this question is figure out a way to say that it's okay to Correct. To fight them. That's what we all want to do. Exactly. And that's what I want to do. I want to figure out a way that it's that it is okay. That it is the right thing to do. Having said that, I don't know that it is. Like I'd have to see the exact scenario and see how it played out. And uh but but ultimately, yeah, I don't I don't know. But I think you could make a case that it is that you should go along with W- with that, I mean, but but I think you could make a case the other way, too. So I don't—that's mm-hmm. all I've got to say.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think—I've studied this topic before. Basically, like, how does um, submission to authority in light of the Bible, like, yeah. what's the right thing to do? And, you know, I don't have all the scriptures at hand or the study right here in front of me that I did, but basically where I landed on it was that I think that uh, biblically— what I found was that you should submit to authority to the extent that they're not asking you to do something against what the Bible says. So, like you see, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and yeah. you know, clearly they had submitted up to the point of this of this leader, and he says, "Bow down and worship me," and they said, "No, nah, that's pushing it too far, bud. Yep. We're not doing that." Yep. And he said, "All right, well, you're going in the fire," and they said, "Well." That's fine. Our God will deliver us. But even if he doesn't, we're still going to serve him. And what happens? They throw him in the fire. They see a fourth person in the fire. They only threw three in, mm-hmm. which was God in there with them, right? Protecting them. They pull him out and they say, Wow, you guys aren't burning. You don't even smell like smoke. Who is this God you serve? And so, you know, God used that example uh, to, to show himself, reveal himself to. To the leaders then and so you know again it would have to be uh, i guess you know it could be situation there could be a, a time where it's i do think that it's okay to fight back right i mean that's there is times where it's okay to fight back according to the bible but your flesh wants to stand up and say nobody's taking anything from me mm-hmm. this is uh this is my stuff and yeah but you know, the that's just where I landed on my study. Now, you, you could present multiple different theories and cases and how different things would, would play out, but that's where I landed was that you should, you know, and, and I share Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as the story, as the example, but there are, uh, you know, there were other examples in the Bible of that happening. Uh, and you even look at, you know, like the Apostle Paul, right? I mean, uh. He died and and was, you know, he was put in prison multiple times and ended up being beheaded. And he wasn't fighting that. Peter pulled out the sword to cut off the guy's ear and Jesus said, put it away. And that was because Jesus knew what was happening had to happen. But who are we to say that's what happening now is not what has to or is going to happen. And But that's not, you know, then there's a balance to say like, well... If that's the case, why am I even fighting for anything? Because um, exactly, you know, why why do I even care? Because if what God that can be a whole other uh, topic, but people could say, well, why would I fight for anything if what is going to happen will happen? And you know, we can talk about that some other time. But well, I think
1: you can sum that up quick. Yeah, I mean, the idea of like, well, the world is going to end; it's all going to crap. Why why are we fighting against it? I mean, to me, that's just that's as plain as you can. You can work to fight against something that is happening that's evil, but you know it's going to happen, just to make the world better around you, uh, to to make it better than it would be yeah. for your family, for your community. I mean, you know, say say you didn't do something in that time, you just lay down, and then it was just more suffering on the people that, I mean that. That uh, even just that, if you could limit some of that just a little bit for the people around you, and make an impact, then that's worth not just laying down. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how I see that,
2: and and it ultimately boils down to eternal impact and eternal, um, you know, impacting somebody for their eternity. Because you right. see the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What happened? You know, everybody they were saying, "Who is this god you you serve?" So they stood up not to not to, um, you know be rebellious Prolong their then,
1: life, even. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it wasn't even for that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was just because they, they made a stand and said, this is true. This is who we're going to serve. And God used that for eternal benefit. And so I think that if you were to boil everything down to why should we fight for good? Why should we um, fight against evil? Stand up for what the Bible says. It's for eternal impact. It's not so that you can prosper. It's not so that you can have a better life or be more joyful. Those things are, are byproducts of serving God. But in the end, it's so that people can come to know Jesus and for eternity,
0: right? So is, so is that a filter that you could use for this conversation? Like, is it is it promoting eternal life for you or people around you? like when yeah, when you start like, to have your rights taken away and you feel like you really want to fight or you really want to sacrifice, you mm-hmm. know, or give a lot of your energy that could be going elsewhere into a ministry or into helping others. Like
1: well and also the filter that Blake laid out of like is asking you to give up your guns, asking you to rebel against God in some way. L- like like if they asked you to worship a false god, obviously. Yeah. I'm, you're gonna reject that authority,
0: but asking you to give up your guns technically yeah, doesn't. Mean, it, it, that
1: that could be the filter you ask. Is like, well, is this asking me to do something that's because if, you know if that's the criteria you go with, well then mm. I would say no, it's not. That's rough. So, so yeah, this to is it. a
2: that's a hard conversation and topic to have because I guarantee you, especially in America, ninety probably ninety nine percent of people are gonna say nah. I ain't hearing that. Yeah. I'm not hearing that. And again, I mean, you know, you got to do your own study and and you got to be real with yourself and say, did I find the answers that I found in my study because I was looking for those answers and I made this, pulled all these grab bag verses out, you know, to, you know, God said he didn't come to promote peace and stuff, but but a sword and, you know, uh, he's come to put father against, you know, whatever you know
0: saying he's coming to stir things up uh, yeah, pretty essentially much. Yeah. yeah
2: and you know but you you read a little context of those verses and you'll you'll yeah, understand them in a different way and so yeah i mean you look at how the apostles responded disciples responded you look at stories of the old testament and
0: um well they gave, they gave up everything yep. they gave up all of their rights period yep. and like willingly did it and I don't think I could do that. I mean, I, maybe, but yeah, that's a that's a sobering sobering conversation to have.
1: Yeah, and I I, I also think the element you kind of mentioned it earlier too is like why is it that you're so holding tight to that right to bear arms? Is it because you're idolizing it? Mm. You know, I think I think it doesn't mean it's not important, and it doesn't mean you shouldn't care about it. I mean, I do, but I think you know it. Well, and, and... I think you can idolize anything. Yeah. Well, and where does... And then another thing is security. That's people exactly. People find security. I yeah, idolize security.
2: People mm-hmm. th- find security in money. They sure. find security in guns. They find security in their ability to defend themselves with their hands and knives mm-hmm. and all you know all these different kinds of things. And those are good things. Like, you should train to be able to defend yourself and other people. Like Julie right? said, yeah. yeah. I mean, you should definitely do that. But, um... But in this, you know, idea that things would be taken away, what stand do you take? That's, yeah, it's a tough, because even me, I want
1: my, part of me wants to say. Yeah, absolutely. No, sorry about it. Well, and I'll tell you too, not to belabor the point here, but it's, I mean, it's pretty, part of me, it's like, well, it's illogical to give them a, like. Like it doesn't make any sense yeah. to, to just say because oh, I'm certainly not sitting here promoting that you just oh yeah when well, they come you should just give them up yeah. right? I'm not look yeah. uh, don't misinterpret me here yeah. I'm not just saying that. but I mean it it just you know it, maybe this is the the flesh talking but it just seems illogical to just go oh yeah you should just you should just let them trample all over right. you I mean that was that's why I mean much of history has been fighting against that because Mm -hmm. like we have, I believe we have God given rights. We have natural rights. Yeah. And so like, I don't think there's a problem with defending your natural rights, you know? And, I guess you could argue. Well, having a gun is not a natural right. Well, in a way, it is. I mean, it's it's.
0: Well, they didn't have guns back in yeah. In, I mean, in Jesus's time, when when they could have wrote about things like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had weapons. Yeah. You know, I mean, but in a, exactly not firearms. So, but. in a way, it
1: is. I mean,
0: I, yeah. I don't. I, I, yeah. There's no good way to answer it because, I mean, I think y'all are we're definitely leaning towards an answer, but it's so gray because, like you mentioned, and you mentioned. Like, it it might be that you have to sacrifice yourself to protect other people. Yeah. And you might need a weapon for that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's just a thought. It's just a thought that's really, I think, I think there could be some good study into that, but I don't think it would ever give you a surefire answer that you can lay over.
1: Well, it does all come down to the idea of prolonging your life too.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it all yeah. does. It and all does. Fear. It all does hinge
1: on the fear of dying. Like, yep. because if you, well, if I lose my gun, I may not, I may not, you know, can defend myself. Or if they take all the guns and I lose my hunting rifle, I may not go, get, you know, yeah, provide food for my family and all that. And it's like that's legit. Yeah, I, I'm, nothing wrong with that. But it does. It is. It, it's, it's interesting to me that it all hinges from the fear of losing your life or autonomy over your life mm-hmm. even if you don't die you'd, you know maybe you're in yeah, Starvation. You, yeah yeah lose the autonomy so
0: but anyway good talk yeah good talk well,
1: that guy's about ready to shut you down chad well
0: i want to end with a story real quick that i've been wanting to tell here on the podcast back
2: well, on three somebody the 307 podcast is commenting on here
0: well i'll be darned I
2: wonder if somebody created the is that Brooke? YouTube channel. What's must the be. crap?
0: It must be Brooke.
2: Yeah. The th- what is that? I I'll tell you what. She'll aggravate the mess out of you on here. Yeah, yeah she, she
0: can was. She can be a pain. She. Oh, can she's
2: be- watching, Chad. Man, that's your wife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> crap.
0: I ain't got time for her. Well, man, you were
1: awfully mean, let too. Me, like. Let
0: me get back to this story here. It's actually about Brooke. Is oh. it? Yep. All
1: right.
0: Yep. So this is way back. This is back during times when I was young, all I did was coon hunt, man. Yeah, I know. That's all I did.
2: Wake up, eat. You wouldn't never take me, I remember, about three on times. Work farm. I hear out like one Christmas. Let me tell y'all this. One Christmas, I got all coon hunting stuff. Light, hat, waiters, Joker wouldn't even hardly take me like two times.
0: I ain't got time for Turd, you.
2: man. Anyways. Dang.
0: This was back in the day when life was simple. Yep. I would get up, Work on a farm, eat dinner, and then I'd go out and coon hunt.
2: Didn't ain't eat no lunch, did you?
0: <laughs> nope. And Brooke and me and just started dating, and I knew I had to break her in, if you know what I mean. Oh whoa! whoa. So one night, whoa 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 whoa, chill. One night whoa. we got done coon hunting, and you know y'all, you know from the the rite of passage course, you get ticks all over you. in in the southeast in the woods.
1: Yeah, I learned that two weeks ago. Yeah, so
0: it was pretty normal to get checked for ticks.
2: Look, we're going to have to end this live stream. Am I going to have to cut you off, Chad?
1: Yeah, I know what story you're about to break out, Chad. This is a little out of line here. I mean, this is, we're going too far. You've already done talked about breaking in, and now you're talking about checking for ticks. I mean... So, this ain't a Brad Paisley song. We're gonna have to wrap it up. So, you got to keep this rated G, Chad. Hurt. Usually, it's Brooke, the one that's doing that,
2: but
0: so it had become pretty normal to ask someone to check for ticks, and we all know where ticks get armpits, yep, you know, here, yep, here, yep, in your butt crack, mm. and so. I I hadn't really, you know, I had passed gas around Brooke a few times, but I hadn't really, you know, I hadn't broke her in yet. So (sighs) I said, I said, baby, I think I got a tick in my butt crack. And she said, oh, let me help you. And she came over and I got on all fours on the side of the bed. (laughs) Brooke. I mean, (laughs)
1: Brooke did that. I mean, the, the, the visual here is... Yeah.
2: You probably shouldn't tell this one, Chad.
0: I got on all fours on the side of the bed.
1: <laughs> I mean, spare me the details Naked. here. What?
0: Oh! God, and I said... Gosh, this is filthy. I said, <laughs> "I said, baby, you got to get this ticket. It's driving me nuts. It's itching. It's irritating me. And she gladly did. So she, you know, she kept her distance. And she's looking. She says, I don't see anything. I said, babe, you got to look closer. It's there. I can feel it. And I'm she uncomfortable. Got, she got closer.
1: <laughs> Getting
2: hot.
0: She got closer. Knees
2: weak. <laughs> Arms are sweaty.
0: And she said, I don't see anything. There's nothing there. I said, it's there. I feel it. Look closer. She got about three inches from my butthole. And I let the worst fart you could ever imagine. Blew her hair straight back. Blew her hair straight back out of her face. And then, <laughs> that's it. That's the well, story. Well, I hope you feel better. That's the story.
2: Oh, that's out there. <laughs> Jeez. Chad, you're getting foul in your old age, man. I
0: recommend anybody that's courting a young lady, you promptly need to fart in her face just to break her in. <laughs> see, if that was, she's, that was, see if she's wife material. Geez. That was
2: back in uh, younger years, huh?
0: You, that's right. You wouldn't
2: recommend that to anyone anymore, would you?
0: Oh no, I would. Dang. Yep. Huh. <laughs> I would recommend it.
2: Well, man, she's you, on
1: here listening. I wonder what she's got to say. Sometimes about that. you get right off the skids, man. You well, just, just. I right. think
0: that's about it for us today. Well, hold on.
1: Is there any uh,
0: super chats?
1: Yeah, we had one at the beginning. Okay. Um.
2: We'll tell them thanks. Yep. I. I've lost his name. Well, it, the chat went away. But twenty bucks super chat. He said spot on <laughs> there at the beginning. spot Okay. On.
1: Well, dang! Um, I wish I could say his name. Yeah, these comment who you are next these, week. We'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, tech guy don't always write them down. That's all right.
2: You know, you know how that goes. But now, what'd you just <laughs> what'd you just play there? <laughs> uh, YouTube. Is this over, Chad? This is over. You, got, you didn't sign off. Enough said. Oh, okay. See you guys.